In this day and age, everybody and everything is woke, woke, woke. Even sports talk. And that's why we call bullshit. Welcome to Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. A sports podcast by regular dudes. For regular dudes, we'll give you a break from all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. From high school to the pros, we're talking about it. Red-blooded American, loud, real, and raw. Patriot Sports Radio, with your hosts, Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Everybody's here tonight. The Rocky Mountain Dreamboat, John Shirley. I mean, this guy looks like he just stepped off a 90210 set. He's got his <laughs> denim shirt. He's trying to look like he's not trying to look cool, but that's hey, hey. what makes him look cool. Prayers How you for doing, the Bears. John? Right here. <laughs> prayers for the bears yeah, john has ignited away. a prayer candle for the chicago bears franchise on this day and the coach is here coach how we doing good great <laughs> bub coach is feeling coach is feeling a little glitchy this evening but he'll be all right big tech chris is over there clicking stuff turning bit. knobs it looks like everything's working doing doing good so man. we're good things rocking and rolling we're rolling Hey, we got all kinds of shit to talk about today. Shout out to the NFL for doing this on a Tuesday when we record. I really appreciate that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, not going anywhere. Hence the candles. Devontae Adams, also not going anywhere. Franchise tag. Packers officially kind of going for it. John, are you going to be okay? Good question. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see how long this prayer candle lasts. Here's my question, though, as you're talking about the Packers. Do you guys just have monopoly money or something? Where's this coming from? I don't think the salary cap is a real thing. That's coming more and more to light as the years roll on and the Rams keep doing what they do. Because I know the Bears are always concerned about it, but it seems like everything's great up there in Green Bay. That's all. I don't know. I'm still just angsty about it. What did the futures go up to there, Chris? What are the odds on the uh, Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl now? On Action Sports is plus 847, plus 847. Points bet is at plus 800. Bet 365 at plus 1100. FanDuel's at plus 750. Now it's Bills, Packers, Chiefs, Rams, Niners, Broncos, Cowboys. I'm just throwing that in there for the coach. Just being in Denver today was just roller coaster of emotions. First, it was Green Bay is now getting Aaron Rodgers again. So everybody's boom, down, pissed. And then all of a sudden, here comes out of nowhere, Russell Wilson. And everybody's excited. I'm pretty sure season ticket holders are, are just and yeah, everybody's pumped here in Denver. To me, I, I don't really care. Maybe I'll go to a game or two. I went to uh, Broncos Lions this year, but I'll probably go to a game or two next year. Just just on the news that Russell Wilson will be playing. Well, they're going to be good. Um, not super close to the Broncos, but I just figured I'd tick on ESPN Denver. They're not the greatest guys in the world to listen to, but, uh, definitely worth listening today. And it seems like they, to quote them, they think they fleeced Seattle. So we'll see, we'll see what it looks like, but you can't imagine that moving, uh, Russell Wilson into town is a bad thing. They got, as far as players, they got Drew Locke, Noah Fant, 
and Shelby Harris. I don't see how, well, no fan, I guess, is a rebuilding piece. I don't know if Drew Locke can really play the game. No. And they've got two first-round picks, which I saw a tweet from Dan Orlovsky today. They've had 52 guys drafted since 2016. Three of them have made the Pro Bowl, and one of them was a punter. So, I mean, if you're trading the sure thing for ammunition to go get more, <laughs> but you can't hit the target almost ever, that ammunition is useless. So on face value, it looks like Denver made out pretty well. It looks like they're set up, even though it's a brutal, brutal division, they're set up to at least have some sort of success and you would think make the playoffs. Yeah, and I guess their choices were either go well, for it Their defense right now. is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think their choices were either go for it right now or just uh, get buried because the Chiefs are going to be good for a while. The Chargers are going to be good for a while. You know, I, I don't know what the Raiders are going to do. Is Josh McDaniels going to Josh McDaniels again and come up with a reason why he can't coach the Raiders now because he's going to go two and six in division? It's like everybody in that division's getting. I think that they hit a home run today. Um, I know I've got a young Broncos fan at my house and he was fired up. He, he is really about the pick. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, you know, that bad luck, that defense keeps him in every game. I mean, so I, I feel like that they're just a couple of pieces away. We're learning. I, I, I got some great, not great ready? breaking news here in OKC if you want it. You guys are familiar. But for those that are listening that aren't familiar with the great Lou Dort, he's a. Uh, you can get the center. fuck out. <laughs> Pack up your shit and get out if you don't know Lou Dort. <laughs> you don't know Lou Dort and you can kiss my ass, okay? <laughs> Lou Dort is. Uh, he. Pretty much African American Hulk Hogan. He uh, the the theme song happens when he comes out. He started out from nothing. Is a cornerstone of the franchise right now. Uh, ESPN the credit he deserves, but he started in the G League and worked the best defenders in the game. One of the best defenders in the game. You'll hear about him in a couple of years when the Thunder become relevant. We can move on from the Lou Dort now. Where's he from? With the first name of Lou Gentz. Doesn't matter. He played defense yeah. like no other. I'll tell you that. They put him on there, everybody's best guy, and he, he shuts him down. I love it. I love right. defense. What do we that got means next? Effort. Oh. Plays from Canada. That is. Him. Oh, yes. Six three two fifteen. He's a super nice guy. Can you be from Canada and not Molson or Labatt's Blue? I think you got to pick a team. Blue. I think it's got to be Labatt or Molson. I think you got to pick a team. It's like Ford yeah. and Chevy. Uh, we can talk about how uh, the Channel 6 News up here did a poll about how people feel about Aaron Rodgers coming back. 42% should have let him go. 22% it's a win for the Packers. 36% say, quote, meh, he better win. <laughs> well, hey guys, I think- hey, hey guys, I hate to I hate to break up the party here for just give me one, one second, second because we did get a text on the Patriot Sports Radio text and talk line from Debbie. You gotta be kidding, West Dallas. Nope, Debbie, Debbie, uh, Debbie in West Dallas. So I've so learned a thing too about Debbie. Hey, oh, hey, you're hey, about hey. to find. You gonna learn today? Hey, hang, <laughs> hang on. So let, let, let me set the table for Debbie. Debbie, right now, I'm sure is on her porch. Her four-season room, it's it's chilly outside, pounding lung darts with the right hand, and she's got an old-fashioned muddled, not stirred, in her left. 
This is what she just texted me. She said, I'm flabbergasted that people actually thought he was leaving. His head coach gives him blowjobs. The front end, the front end lets him basically go AWOL with no real punishments. And his teammates think he's the greatest thing next to sliced or bread. Sex. All the while, he's giving a big fuck you middle finger to his fan base by choking Afterwards. the playoffs year after year and not showing up for training camp. With a $200 million salary, he either needs to piss rainbows and shit unicorns or bring a championship to Green Bay. Or people slash fans are going to boo him at home. It's going to happen. Debbie from West Dallas called it. People will boo him in Lambeau. Thanks, Debbie, for calling text line. Patriot Sports Radio. What do you guys think about Debbie? And her well, team? I got a follow-up question. I feel validated in saying Debbie has Debbie, for that. Did Debbie used to babysit you? She had gotten a hold of us, the text to talk hotline and Facebook. Look, we're hot in the streets right now, guys. If people right. listen to us, John, mm-hmm. you know, from I, West Dallas. I think I know how we can get some real characters to text in and you do instead of like the, the lawn sale eight by 11 sheet on the telephone pole, you just put that phone number and say text for sports advice. And then you'll get a lot of people like Debbie. And I want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> we yes. want to know what. Middle Wisconsin says about Aaron Rodgers, and now we know what Debbie says. That's one opinion. Yeah, and that's what I'm. That's one of the things I'm most excited to do is meet the Debbies of the world, the face paint guys, the people who skip work and camp out in 20 degrees for tickets to a sporting <laughs> event that they could watch on television. Debbie went for wow. big air there. That, uh, I can't wait till the season starts. And if we hit like an 0-3 streak, how Debbie's going to feel about that? We need to well, get a, a, a full phone line. Debbie is a closet Bears fan. Yeah. We need to get a phone line then so that Debbie can call in every other yeah. week or so and just tell her what's going on. I mean, we, we can get a real pulse for America uh, with the Debbies of the world. I think it's safe in. to say I like she it. speaks for most. Raising Seems like she money. smokes Virginia Slims. Oh, pounding lug dart. She yeah, sounds like a 50-year-old no. man. Unfiltered. Through Agent Orange. Came out of Nam. She's Mark I'm voting Paul Mall. She used to smoke red. Paul Malls. Non-filters. I'm going about 2000. Now she's light. Marble I can't wait to meet Debbie. Sounds like, sounds like she really knows her sports. So I love the hotline. I think it's That's great. I, I do want to get a... Can, can I, John, can I get a fact check on that $200 million salary she speaks of? That is unconfirmed. He immediately tweeted out that the money's not confirmed yet. He hasn't signed anything. They've just basically agreed and shaken hands that he's going to be here for the foreseeable future. Yeah. What a douchey tweet. So the report comes out that he's going back to the pack. Which one? The one where after Russell Wilson went to Denver, he was like, well, wait, I said, I'm coming back. I, I haven't signed any contracts. None of that's official. It's like, why are you even sending that? What's your deal? Somebody needed well, to tell him he's pretty. He's got to. They're they're gonna have to structure that in some way. They have room to move, some some room to build, or it's gonna be him throwing the five wideouts that we've never heard of. We'll still win the North, by the way. Other than that, I mean it. You know who wants who wants to deal with that? I'm I'm kind of over his his stick, man. I I I just want to see some results. I'm tired of getting in the, in the playoffs and. It's it's like all build up and 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 there's no payoff so I don't know. 
I'd like to see him. I'm with Debbie. So <laughs> imagine being a we lawyer need to get a hot in the Packers organization and you just hammered out a 500 page contract. And he's like, no, I'm not signing. I didn't sign it. I was like, what the <laughs> spent two weeks on that. You yeah. fucking on, called the PR girl. What no. are you talking about? <laughs> I thought we were cool, man. It's it's that's that's like holding a job interview, and at the end of it, you go, "Eh, we'll give you a call when we get the job available." I mean, <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, it's just ridiculous. If this I'm not is working on Casimir Pulaski Day, and that's final. If this is a four-year <laughs> deal, I mean, and if if it's a team-friendly deal, he suddenly becomes tradable again in the future. That's yeah. kind of good for the franchise. You know, at least they can get something for him if he doesn't, you know, just retire mid-season. He would do a Barry Sanders type just one day he doesn't show up for, you know, like goodwill hunting. One day he's just not there. Oh, man. He's just waiting for yeah, somebody to I, say I, it's I'm, not your I'm fault. With you yeah. I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> we know, <laughs> we know Holmgren fault. passed you over to draft you for the Niners. And he got picked like 22nd or 23rd, but it's not your fault. He's had this however many long years grudge against everybody in the NFL because he got picked in the 20s. And somebody just needs to take him by the shoulders and say, Aaron, it's not your fault. Repeatedly until he cries. The thing that the thing that will end all of this frivolous crap is if he just just Al Davis, just win. That's all you got to do. Start winning. Win a damn playoff game. Win a championship. Once you win a chip, you can be the you can be the prima donna, and everybody thinks you're colorful. You can grow shout uh, fungus on your shower shoes, and people will think you're great. But you got to win. You've got to win. And 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 he you does have a man bun. That's exact. Whatever. I don't care. He can he can he can have the man bun. Everybody. I'm tired of hearing about it yeah. without without him. And the uh, the big build up and no payoff at the end is 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 a killer. It, it just makes him baby and structure that contract and make him the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. If, if they've got no room to wiggle, I mean, I saw, you know, Adams signed the franchise tag today and that's good. Um, but they've got to have some money to be able to play with. I I would really like to see the contract before everybody just gets all warm about him coming back, because if they were just going to chunk him, the organization and pay every bit of this, I would have rather see, see him go. That's just worst draft pick, Trent Richardson or Jordan Love. Love times 10. I mean, he's played one game. The kid's played one game. He's dressed for six since he was drafted. And now he's not going to play. He's not going to play unless it's an apocalypse situation, in which case it doesn't matter who plays because the season's over. Someone in Green Bay needs to be teaching him how to run routes. He needs to be running routes right now. Right now. Maybe we can sell that that hope that potential maybe a t- you know there's always a team out there mm-hmm. be on the phone with the texans right now him. i'd be on the phone with oh, the texans trying to get rid of him yeah put a veteran to work on the immediately and 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 we'll gladly take a fifth round draft pick to be later and maybe some free cokes in the coke machine in the, the deal and get his ass out of town and and you know what the guy that drafted him can go with him Nobody's happier about all this news today than one Calvin Ridley. He got in some trouble (laughs) yesterday. Was that yesterday? He was in the news for one one day cycle, and he's out. The Atlanta Falcons released a statement. We were first made aware of the league's investigation on February 9th. We have cooperated fully with the investigation since receiving notice and support the league's findings and actions, which were a year suspension minimum. 
We are moving forward in the 2022 season with the decision that was made and an absolute dog shit football team. With the decision that was made by the NFL, any further questions on the investigation should be directed to the office league. Don't fucking ask us. Call Goodell. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Yeah. The kid put yeah. in a fucking parlay and you just took his whole season away. We're not we're not taking calls on that. Fifteen $1,500 parlay cost him 11 million. Yep. And then he hopped on Twitter and started talking about it, which I don't know where his agent was, but he needed to shut the fuck up. That's like when hey. you're pulled over, they have all the cards. All you all you can do, your best move is to say yes, sir, no, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I was unaware, sir. And hope that manners get you off the hook. Don't laugh in their face about it. Like, ah, I only played 15 under down of a gambling problem. You know, laughing emojis. Like, I'll just be I'll just be a hundred percent in 2023. I'll come back even healthier. Uh, maybe a lot could happen between now and then we could get fucking atom bombed by then dude i I got something for you guys and this is what i don't understand every time we see something like this in the news i cannot believe that a guy making that kind of money if you've got a problem on your thing you do you you send a guy and he's your dude he's your guy He's the guy that takes the fall if you get the the nickel bag of weed. He's the guy that makes the bet for you on, on his phone. That way they can't. You where's his guy? He drives you home 10, from the club. Million. He drives the girls back to the escort yeah. service. He does all the stuff that you can't be seen doing. Where and he's rewarded handsomely God. for it where's by the being guy? able to hang around with an NFL superstar. Is anybody asking the know. question? Like, how do you no. get caught? Did they go through his phone? Was he talking about it? Is it arrogance? Is it stupidity? What is it? Did somebody rat him out? That's what did, I want to yeah, know. Is how did the NFL find out? Well, we may never know. I think it's pretty stiff to have a one-year suspension. Um, but then again, uh, it, that's just because of the hypocrisy of owners paying coaches to throw games. Like, let's address that one first, and then we can get in Calvin Ridley's BS $1,500. And then screaming, I don't have a gambling problem. It's just like a guy having too many beers and saying, I don't have a drinking problem. I think we can all assess what's going on in your life. But um, I don't know. The whole thing, and I just keep going back to how does somebody get caught gambling on games? I, and I got to think he he's, was talking about it or something. Like, did he hit? Did he hit the parlay? How did, how did this come to light? And then my There's further a- conspiracy is that dirt on certain players. And when it's a slow news day, they just say, Oh, Calvin Ridley, you got caught. <laughs> oh, if you want to talk about conspiracies, I have a good one surrounding this. The Panthers game on Halloween, there was a glitch on DraftKings Sportsbook. You were able to bet Calvin Ridley over 73 and a half receiving yards. And if you parlayed that with the Falcons over 20 and a half, or is that the, the game over 20 and a half? So that's a lock. You were able to get 73 to one odds on that. And he didn't play the game. I'm not sure how those all. And that's why the year suspension. I think it's, I think it's interesting how the NFL deems things necessary and unnecessary. I think John alluded to it just now. We talked about the Flores deal. Flores point blank said that he was paid to throw game. That was in for about a hot second. And now we're going to nail. Calvin Ridley at the cross for for a parlay. It, it doesn't add up to me. It's it's ridiculous to me. This whole story is ridiculous. And and when I think about Calvin Calvin Ridley, 
his part in it is ridiculous because I, anytime you're making more than $1 million in a year, you need to have a dude the guy is your guy. That's the guy that you go and bail out of jail, not Calvin Ridley. That's the hey, man. We were talking about it. I decided to cash in and he falls on the sword. That's how that works. And I don't understand, you know, I mean, they're really smart yet. We're talking about Calvin Ridley and 18 parlay cars. I, I, I don't, I don't well, get it. We laugh about, you know, Chris Carter and what he said at the rookie symposium, but it's common sense stuff. Like, I can't believe it when these guys get caught for stuff like this. But the league really can't afford to have, you know, the game questioned like that and, and have people wondering if players are throwing games or running out of bounds or whatever. It's especially with all these new deals coming in with FanDuel and DraftKings, the integrity of the game and so forth. He kind of, you know, this is like right before the big merger, you fucked the CEO's daughter and then dumped her. Like, it's not, it's not good. It doesn't look good. We're going to have to punish you harshly in front of everyone now. So you think it's because of the gambling partnerships that they're striking down hard on the player? Yeah, because all the gamblers now are like, is this even a straight game I'm playing? And <clears throat> yeah, we're talking about billions. Yeah, I guess that makes a little more sense. It just seems like, um, and I know gambling on a game, even if you are gambling for your team, you can still affect the spread and everything, but it just seems like a lot. Um, mainly just in comparison to the ownership and, and the possibility of throwing games, it just seems like it pales in comparison because I think everybody suspected a little bit that players gamble on games. You got some of the most competitive the people one. on earth. And when they have a down week, I can see why there would be that temptation to have some sort of competitive drive that you need to satisfy and gambling on it can, can definitely do that. But yeah, it, it always, I don't know. I, I just think it reeks of NFL hypocrisy. Well, most things do this is yeah. Just like hashtag no more and all the other bullshit that, you know, paint it on the sideline and it'll happen. Stop mm-hmm. hate. I, I don't know percentage wise how much hate they stopped with all that back of the helmet sideline stuff, but I, I have to think it's in the high twenties. As far as total hate in the viewing audience had to have dropped by 20 or so. But I mean, people are betting on everything in these, you know, the player props, the receiving yards, the receptions. And I listen to these gambling podcasts and and watch the shows and stuff. And if there's a player with a matchup that week, everybody's talking about like Ridley at home versus the Panthers. I'm sure a lot of people were on that over 73 and a half, regardless of the of the glitch. So even just dropping a couple balls on purpose, which I don't think these guys are going to do because of pride and the fact that you're an, you have NFL DNA, you're not going to go out there and half ass it. I don't believe that would happen, but you can't have that doubt zone. Nothing. All right. Should we talk about baseball? Should we talk about the fucking ridiculous rules that baseball is trying to show? It's like they've tried to wear the players down to the point where they're going to be, you know, overtired and delirious and and starving or something. Maybe they stopped sending sandwiches yesterday and now they're like, Hey, we're going to ban the shift. Um, We want bases to be bigger. And that pitch clock we keep talking about, we're definitely going to do that. Like what the fuck? Every update I hear is the players took X, Y, and Z off the table. Still no deal. Or the league wants this, this, and this still no deal. Bigger bases. Are you fucking kidding me? What would that do? I haven't even stopped to think what that would accomplish. What would that accomplish? Would that increase double plays? 
Would it make it easier for the replay to see? Do they need to make the base bigger to put a fucking sensor in it? Because the umpires can't do their job or they're tired of the fans yelling at them. Do they need to put a sensor in that base to know when a glove touches it? Is that what we're doing? And then they bring out the bigger bases and the robot umpires and, and I have to take to the streets. That's what happens then. I hadn't heard the, the bigger bases thing. It just seems like... Hey John, bigger bases first and foremost. ML believes making the ba- making the bases bigger will lead to less injuries on the base pass. It's a logical argument. The bigger the base, the more space runners will have to slide around. Well, fucking make them five by five. Therefore, yeah, let's play mat ball now. Therefore, the league is hoping there will be less collisions between runners and defenders. That's what they got. Have they okay, tried well, this in the? Or minor? you could just ban Chase Utley from the game because he slides. <laughs> A cleats up every time. That's fair. I'll like, it. why are we even talking about this when we're not even playing the damn game? Yeah, Is it just I heard like today that, that Apple TV have- has an exclusive deal for Friday Night Baseball. What Friday Night Baseball are you talking about? I don't, it also the, hopes the, thing the bigger bases will lead weird. to an increase in stolen bases. They also hope the bigger bases <laughs> will lead to an increase in stolen bases. Ban the shift. Make the ball bigger. May you know kick everybody everybody who throws a hundred, you're out. Illegal to throw a hundred. Just like when they made it illegal for Kareem to dunk. The shift deal was what I couldn't understand. I mean, I don't understand why they they decide to that I just get irritated with. Why are you changing the game? Why? Why are you bounding to change the game that's been around for a hundred million years and everyone loves? I I think they should be making the bases smaller so they can encourage collisions. How about that? I, I just think it's full contact ridiculous. baseball. I think that they're yeah, absolutely. I mean, ridiculous to mean that they're always trying to change something. I mean, now I'm I'm a small ball guy. I think that the 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 whole you know see home runs and all that. That's what they're making the game: home runs and strikeouts. I mean, I, I don't understand. Take a long ball. Where that became a deal where a good a good ball player, good hitter now. Hit, home runs a season and strikes out 200 times. I mean, the game that I grew up watching, the, the, there's things about the game that, that they're trying to change that, that takes it away from what it is. You know, when's the team you, that the last time you saw a team that played small ball, you know, that, that just doesn't happen in the MLB. The game has changed and, and they keep trying to change. It gets frustrated with it. Just what was wrong with it? What was wrong with it to begin with? They're not making it better. They're not. They're trying to, I don't know, bring in the younger fan or whatever, but they're changing the game for the worse every time they change it. Maybe we're the old guys who just are afraid of change or whatever, but bigger bases and pitch clocks. Like I go to the ballpark to relax and watch the game. Sometimes they'll change pitchers and I won't even notice. And this is a game I'm quote unquote watching. It's about the experience. I'm not you know, I don't really care how long a baseball game is. I know people do. These rules are going to make it real Mickey Mouse. It's supposed to be this game of strategy. Like you say, small ball is almost dead. The universal DH would kill it for sure. A big part of the strategy is, you know, do we walk this guy? Do we pitch to him? We got the pitcher coming up. What do they have in the bullpen? You know, if they pull this pitcher, are they going to have something decent to bring out here? Are they going to be fucked? You know, all this is strategy that you're taking out of the game. This is all mind games that the managers play with each other, that that the batter and the pitcher 
are looking at each other, trying to figure out what they're slowly peeling all these layers away from the game and stripping it down to something I don't even recognize. Yeah, I totally agree. And John, well, that's why the baseball fan are you? Well, that's why the regional sport. I mean, uh, if your team's good, you watch. I, I can't. I don't watch a single game out of the NL Central. I don't really care. I have my team, and it's like high school where I have my team, and I, I, it doesn't really affect me what happens between the Rays and the Orioles at all. So I'm never going to watch it. The the product they're putting out just it it's not working anymore. And somehow they they managed to make money based off of the regionality of it, which is which is great, but. It's not. It's not doing anything for the sport, and when uh, people just aren't tuning in to watch it the way they do, or they're not as invested. I had to think about it for a little bit to name the last three World Series winners. Like it's, if your team's not in it, then who cares? That's a very forgettable sports stat. That if you ask yeah. me on the like, spot, you guys remember the Nationals won the World Series? Fake. I barely remember that. I know the Brewers lost to them on their way there. We almost had him too, didn't we? Didn't we almost have them five games? We went with them and it's no consolation for me as a fan to lose to the eventual champion. It never is. No, it it does nothing for me. To be honest, I think if, if they really want to be on pace with the NBA and the NFL, which they may not, um, they're going to have to drastically change it and make it more of a, those sports are really player driven or gambling driven. And there's already an, enough skeletons in the MLB closet that I don't think they want to really push gambling the same way the NFL does. I mean, they probably will, but it's just not the same. I, I don't know exactly how you fix baseball to to make it more appealing to 12-year-olds, but uh, unless they have a dad who loves baseball, they're never going to watch it. No, it's something you're raised with. Kids yeah. aren't going to come to baseball from... They're into esports at this point. You know, They're going to be competing with virtual reality, making the base a little bigger. That's not going to cut it. Give us the game we love and maybe you'll have a chance. Either way, we're getting minor league baseball. I'm reading this article right now that says the only players who won't be eligible to play minor league baseball are those who are in the union, which is, you know, almost nobody. How can you treat these guys like shit if they're in the union? Uh, The CBA is a contract that governs the relationships between the MLB Players Association, a union, and the league. Minor league players, with few exceptions, are not part of the union. Their standing, then, is not impacted by the league locking out the players or any kind of development with the CBA. So, aside from the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, I'm going to pick another minor league team to support. I'm going to get way into minor league baseball, I think. Are the Sock Puppets a triple uh, A team? Do I want a triple A? I don't know. There's so many great teams. I started following them on Twitter. There's some excellent team names out there. And the social media accounts are fun. They're definitely mascots, I'll tell you that. Definitely some great mascots. Some of the best marketing you see is minor league baseball teams. They come mm-hmm. up with so many brilliant ideas. They have to come up with shit between innings, before games, to get you at the ballpark to get you to wear the same thing. It's kind of amazing to me that MLB and minor league are the affiliation because one of them does a terrible job. The MLB is, is, is terribly marked. The only other that's worse than the MLB is the NHL and the NHL yeah. is, I mean, they have a great product and they don't market it. I mean, it's horribly that's a fun marketed. watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great, great product. They, they do a piss poor job of selling it. 
and their season is right. It's right in the middle of, of the dead time where they could be on every major network. And it just, whoever's in charge of marketing over there, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm big into hockey in my middle school years, those early 90s Penguins teams. I love those. I was staying up late on school nights. Yeah, Kevin Stevens. The brothers, you. dude. That fucking Tommy Barrasso hey. between the pipes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, you unit. You've never seen. You've never seen entertainment like a minor league hockey game right now. There's <laughs> yep. fights on the ice. There's fights in the stands. There's fights in the bathroom. It is awesome. Who <laughs> here in Oklahoma City? And let me just tell you, I don't know how they're not still here because they would sell out. Every every would sell out. They would have guys literally working at a car dealership and come in and play hockey at night, and <laughs> it, it was amazing. It was one of the once one of the greatest venues I've ever been to is the Myriad downtown Oklahoma City. It used to have the the Blazers played in the CHL, and the and and I'm telling you, it was amazing okay. entertainment. So I don't know. There's a disconnect between minor and major leagues because there's some great promotions and marketing going on in the young in the in the small small time. <laughs> In Peoria, it's kind of a minor league town. Chiefs, and then uh, we have uh, Peoria Rivermen, which are a good organization. At one point, we had arena football too, Peoria Pirates. Because I mean, yeah, it, they would sell out, but a lot of either the legal fold or, you know, I mean, the Rivermen are still playing. So um, it's definitely a good watch. What's have a ticket to a Rivermen untold- cost? Uh, what's what's a ticket? What's a ticket to the Rivermen cost? Ten bucks? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, mean hey, that's money well yeah, yeah, I'll pay I'll pay $10 to go see get it on in the middle of the ice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good night of entertainment. That's fun fun family entertainment. Have you ever seen that episode of Untold Crime and Penalties about the uh Danbury Trashers and how they basically just beat the shit out of people <laughs> for a living? This mob boss bought a hockey team for his son. They essentially just oh, paid guys under the table. One in bags of cash to beat the shit out of people. The pl- the town loved it. I mean, the place sold out every night. <laughs> One of their star players got taken out with a bad injury, and the night he came back to face that team, it was a whole thing. Like, everybody knew he was going to put this guy in the hospital, and it's just like, <laughs> it's essentially fully legal assault. It was awesome. A great watch. I highly recommend. Yeah, I suppose we should call it a night pretty soon, huh? What else you got? We'll save these for Saturday, but I found a story about an Olympian who froze his penis. Not not the first time either. I have a theory about how all the the forty times at the combine are probably wrong for marketing reasons. Oh, I'm we'll sure they go are. Over some of the some of the linebacker drafts that the Packers have had, Chris. and we can debate if the AFC West is now the greatest division in football history. Hey, coach, and then uh, coach, you got uh, you got the. Uh progress report on the mountaineers and the couch burning saturday right i'm on it yes this is a culture i can't wait to learn more about there's just one more thing we need to clear from the docket before we go john john are you okay how are you how are your guts is your girlfriend still trying to kill you we're good (laughs) (laughs) that was a bill clinton thumbs up fist i love it we're We're doing okay getting better day Mm. taking it day by day it's all right She's made yeah, chili. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have as many peppers. I think she's starting to love me. 
She's making me enchiladas this week, so we'll see. Might have to start the cycle. I did not oh, have tamales with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I said oh, no. That's good. that's good stuff. Oh, God. Well, yeah, it was pretty scary there. It was pretty scary there for a couple days. I, I couldn't leave 30 feet from my apartment or a, without having a little bit of nerves. That's no joke. But I'm doing fine. All right. Good. Not a, good. Not a good I can sleep to well tonight. Let's wrap it up. Chris, kick that outro music. We'll be back. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.